The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. And we are now back after a little bit. Welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rock League Podcast. I'm your host, Lazira, and I'm joined by Wabbas. How's it going, Wabbas? It was me. I'm actually here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You're actually here. Not only that, um, I feel like it's been a while since we did a duo show. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that's like, to me, this is like the uh, the thing that keeps keeps the show grounded. <laughs> we, need, <laughs> we need a duo show every so often. Yeah, every so often. It just has to be the two of us. We can just talk. We can do whatever and just... Just have that. We'll have our fancy things every so often. And by every so often, I mean most of the time. But... It just feels like every show has been different, right? And then, and yep. then we return every we... so often to, to just us. To just us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw, throw it back, shall we yeah. say. I, I was going to say right off the bat. Um, the Yeah, no, it, feel, it feels like a lot of our shows, we've had a lot of guests. And I like I love I love getting those in. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm, I'm curious, like, Whenever we have a guest on, I'm like, I wonder if that's like the first time someone's hearing us, right? And mm. so, like, do they know what our like standard show would be like? Like, that's that's really the question <laughs> that that I ask myself sometimes. Um, I was gonna actually start off the show was by talking a little bit about actually playing Rocket League. Oh um, my, which is something we haven't done the show. What we haven't months. talked about this in so long. <laughs> um i just want to say we we played with the lies for a little bit uh, we did play like, with the lies yes, for a little bit yes um and i can still keep up in gc that's what i learned uh mm-hmm. i think we, what we we went four and five is that it yes something like I that we, so. we were down yeah. one or two but i was up like 20 or 30 mmr yep. <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm in c1 so i was like when we won i'd get like 20 and then when we lost i get like th- lose three so it was yeah. 14 and 4 were your, your numbers. There you go. Sometimes there you 15 go. and 5. <laughs> wow, amazing. So I was I was just it's like I won essentially three games two games for every loss. Every, every yeah, yeah. It was just two free games as long as we won one. <laughs> amazing, amazing. It was very um, good. It's one of those things as well. It's like it takes you a while to readjust, you know? Like I think that's the thing, right? It's oh, like for you're, sure. You're playing that rank and you're like, "Oh wait, they are just going to do this thing, right?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And keep in mind, um, just for like 
defense of the number four or five still like pretty good considering um it was a pretty wide range of mmrs i think yeah. i was sitting at 1480 at the time yeah. mm-hmm. um so like just below the 1500 mid fairly seated in gc allies was 1410 ish i think at the start um just below gc just below that rank could have gotten up could have gone down whatever it's like div four and then you were in c1 1200 is that somewhere where it was? Uh, i don't know yeah so that's like honestly a pretty large uh mmr th- distribution and if i see if i see a team like that on on the other on the opposing team uh if i'm solo queuing in in threes i'm like okay there's a smurf on here that person they is certainly always a assume i'm a smurf but i'm like how do i have 3k hours and be a smurf you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's looking at your hours they're just like oh that's a c1 that's actually keeping up in gc there's no way um <laughs> i'm a pretty but, bad smurf because i don't like stand out you know uh true true as long as you're not like doing flip resets you're not you know going for air dribbles being like yes this is this is my game you don't get to play it's me it's the the c1 show over here then you're you're definitely good there were um, definitely times i was doing the spinnies um you were doing the spinnies every so often <laughs> yeah for sure for sure I, I was also gonna add that um i i feel like in general it's like the pace of the game speeds up, but then it's like way more predictable. Like, I think that's what I found. Mm-hmm. And so when we were playing, uh, we <laughs> there's just a lot of moments. I'm like, oh, wow, everything makes sense. And then on yep. top of it, and I, I think this is kind of true. If someone can like keep up, but still they're inconsistent and it's actually helpful because the <laughs> team gets like faked all the time. <laughs> Yo. And like sometimes people will be aware of it and be watching and be like, oh, this person is, uh, you know, messing up. This person has uh, missed it a couple times or is going for fakes or whatever else. But that's not super common in, in GC. Well, it, it means like an that SSL strat. <laughs> because of the lies and you were wary, like, I, was, I was less consistent, right? You guys were actually watching for the misses. Uh-huh. And the other team, there's like there's zero to no chance. Like even if one of them was watching, not not like it was more likely that there was on their team they were less aware of it than on our team so i think in general just it compounds because it and like i'll do stuff like not hit the ball purpose if i know the person has the block right Mm -hmm. um and so so when you do stuff like that it like intentional fakes yeah it's intentional (laughs) fakes but then other times it's just like oh i'm not keeping up with the speed of the game so i Mm -hmm. I, i'm a little less consistent so i just miss the ball but it works because then both of them miss it right after so But wow, playing with me so much here. than he knew. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we knew, we knew. There was that was very clear fakes that were coming up. It's like, oh, that's a little bit too far off the wall. I'm going to keep on rotating back here and not turn up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um, something that like I'm a little bit sus of. People who are like consistently mechanically here, I'm not going to trust the zero. I'll turn for it if you hit it. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, no, not... which is fine. No, 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 which may just make sense because it's <laughs> like it's like like if you're a good enough player, then it shouldn't really matter who you're playing with because you should also be good enough to predict their actions, right? Especially the more you've played with them. So um, if I was like, you know, maybe if I was playing like when we were preparing for that tournament, right? Like maybe when Mm. when we were doing that, we couldn't really afford to not believe in your teammate because we're just playing against people that were so much better than us sometimes Mm -hmm. that it's like you... (laughs) Even if I made the mistake, you have to make the mistake with me because it's yep. objectively the better way to play mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to like playing too safe and then just letting them do like three flip resets, right? And, and they just take out. control and you're just watching them sitting like a silver in the net being like, wow, what a freestyler. <laughs> exactly. So, 
so uh so yeah so yeah in in those cases it's like that but it's like if you know someone has been playing a bit then you'll probably know and you'll it's sometimes even the session right if you know in that mm-hmm. session they've already missed a couple then you're like okay i'll just like tend to play a little more conservatively yeah um and and uh expect them not to hit it all the time yeah but honestly um, overall i think we were vibing like a lot uh once we um had those first few warm-up games out of the way i think it was probably like two or three losses in a row but we just won we just had like a full-on streak of uh the three of us were just vibing we were really prepared for what each, each other were doing there were a very few uh mistakes um in like you know whether, whether it's rotation or people calling something out and being like oh i actually can't hit that or um somebody calling someone off and then just not trusting that because of uh they've been they've been hurt too many times in the past <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it was it was really good it was actually a very very fun session where we just we were just chilling and vibing in the the high 1400s it was great no, for sure. I'm um, also add like maybe like relating. I was playing some twos today, and mm-hmm. um, I felt like uh, in in threes you don't really want to give people space. Mm-hmm. But definitely in these games, there were times that I'd uh, I, I knew there's some of those like a freestyler, but <laughs> like I just gave him the space. <laughs> I'm like, you are not enough of a threat to actually like I predicted his flip reset and you're like, oh, like, why don't you let him do the flip reset? I'm like, yeah, you're a freestyler. And you have a good mechanical skill, but you're going way too slow for me to get fooled by this. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to if you're going slow enough, I can get the perfect angle where I'm blocking both your shot and your fake, you know, like <laughs> both your flip reset. And if you don't flip reset, I still got you. So, yeah. Um it was funny because I was just like letting this guy every time he just like went up the wall to start something. And I'm like, I, I mean, that's great, but you're just going so slow that it, <laughs> you're not. <hurting laughs> me. There's no threat here whatsoever. I can just like either sit on the ground, the backboard, get fully set up, maybe grab a couple of boosts on my way over. <laughs> I mean, that's why like pros are so impressive, right? Cause like, mm-hmm. yeah, they won't do the, some of the crazy stuff that like freestylers would do, but like at the same time, it's like, they're going full speed and they just like turn around perfectly to get a flip reset. And now the yeah. other person has to either respect it or jump in right away and then get beat. Right. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah. Oh man, I don't know if you, uh, you saw it, but um, I think flux earlier, a couple days ago, this is very random, um, but it reminded me of it. He uh, posted a pics of or a uh, clip of KV one. Um, I think last split, uh, hmm. not this thing, but the previous, um, uh, I guess previous years, like the 2021 RL or LCS, uh, it was KV1, the Spanish player, the uh, South American player, um, hit off kickoff, um, just absolutely like banging the ball towards the other, other side. And then it's it looks like it's going to be a backboard read. So the defender's uh, going up for it, but it's a little bit too slow for it to go there. And KV1 mm-hmm. catches up to it gets a flip reset immediately off of the ball and just flicks it over directly under bar. And it honestly was one of the fastest and best shots I've ever seen. Cause I, I don't even know how he did this. It was just incredible, but that's what it, that's what I'm, uh, it looked like. It was like, it wasn't a slow setup of a flip reset off the ceiling where he needs like 10 seconds to even just get that first touch. It was no, I'm just going full speed at the ball, kind of looking like I'm panicking but I also hit the flip reset and got it over you and popped it. And now you're now it's in your net <laughs> on low boost. And all you're seeing all of this and you're like, no, no, that's actually a mechanical player. That is somebody <laughs> who's good at the game. 
Yeah, and, and I think I mean it's not that like freestyling is bad, right? Like I, I would argue that <laughs> someone who who's been like freestyling a whole bunch and then then they get more serious with the game probably has a higher ceiling in general, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, it's the ability like to execute those things quickly in game and know when you can, when you can't go yes. for it, right? Yeah. Because um, how many times, like the first time someone runs a flip reset, the next like five games, every time they go <laughs> off the wall, they go for the flip reset and then someone mm-hmm. just hits it, you know? Yep. <laughs> And you're not really doing anything with the flip reset, but you know sometimes you do, and it's really cool and it's really fun. But um, that yeah, that's why I've always been uh, a proponent of just being consistent and doing your your basic stuff very well. You'll learn the freestyling as it comes and, up, and you know, and it's like you know when you have the skill, you have, you have to then know when to implement it, right? And a hundred percent, and you have to know the skill like the back of your hand, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just to, like to, to do a little analogy here, right? Like in soccer um the last couple of like years i've been like doing rainbows over people okay. <laughs> nice um but i mean it's like it's like you know it's like not straight up competitive it's it's mm. usually on like 4v4 or smaller course it just makes sense because you're not moving so it's a lot easier to do yep um and then everyone goes like whoa um <laughs> but it's like one of those things it's like no i like I've literally practiced this trick for like 20 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so embedded that I can do it. Um, and like, it makes way less sense in like an actual game because then you have to run and to go and catch person. up to it. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the way a rainbow works well in a soccer game is that person has to be running actively towards you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they're standing still, and you're not faster than them, it's not going to work. <laughs> you know, they have to run towards you. So that way they're like, you're going one way, they're going towards you. And then you flick it over them. And then it's like, oh, perfect. Right. Because mm-hmm. the, they now have to slow down and then turn around. Um, this and, is why you shadow in Rocket League. Oh, 100%. Right. <laughs> I mean, it'd be the same thing in soccer, right? You, you, yep. you jockey, right? Like, that's what they call it. But you, mm-hmm. you just essentially wait for them to do something. Right. And that's why. That's why someone like slowing you down is more annoying in sports and, and definitely Rocket League as well, right? Someone sometimes slowing you down is more annoying than someone just straight up taking the ball from you. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, you'll do those blocks where it's like, okay, well, this isn't going where exactly where I want it, but I've stopped them from doing the thing they wanted to do, and that's good enough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I was going to say, like, I think in general, Rocket League, it's really easy actually to beat people. Um, because the better people get, the more they expect certain things in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And they have to, because, I mean, it's it's one of those things where uh, you'll see, like, a lot of people get beat in, in certain situations and, like, pass one person. And it's because that person had to do that thing, because if they did the thing that over-anticipated, right, mm-hmm. if you tried to, like, overthink it, you might just leave your net open, you know, like you yeah. might, you might, you might make it a way more dangerous situation. So sometimes like flying and completely missing, but you slowed them down for half a second and didn't let them do exactly a thing. They had to do a thing that was slightly less optimal mm-hmm. was good enough, you know? So I think yeah. that's an interesting thing about Rock League. It's why um, in like high level defense, especially if it's against an air dribble or somebody going off ceiling, the first thing that people will do is try and force them high. Like that, that's the number one thing, which is why backboard defense is so important um, against like really mechanical players because the backboard defense is them maintaining possession because the first defender has gone up and forced them high and forced them to either use the flip or get those extra couple touches off of net. But then the, the next defender is the one that's going to actually deal with the ball. Um, it's 
the limitation of challenges. Like you're just taking away certain options as every defender gets beaten. And if the first one does it, then awesome. If the they don't do it, then they've done their job and forced it high. And like worst case scenario, they get a 50 and the, the third person's ready for it. Or the person that was um, on the background is ready for it or whatever else. Um, and that's why like you'll see people pass one or two quite easily, but then always the third person gets yeah. in pro play. And it's mm-hmm. like, because you've essentially what the first two people have done is, is you know, got rid of those options. And that's why like yeah. sometimes in, in ranked, even if I know I'm way out of position, like there's no way I'm blocking it. I'll just throw myself randomly, even if I'm going to completely miss mm-hmm. because me completely missing closer to the other person, right? Where they think there's a threat is a lot better than me. Just like, cause I'll, I'll sometimes you get stuck where you're just like on your own line and you're just jumping and hoping they hit into you. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, that's not better than me at least lunging and, and hoping to put anything on it. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, another bit that I was also going to bring up um, where you're actually covering it already, where as you go up in ranks, fake challenges are, you do a lot less with every um, like major skill level increase, your fake challenges do a lot less and put you a lot less out of position. Because earlier on, you're just like, all right, I'm faking. I, I'm just going to jump for the ball. I don't care if I hit it. I don't care if I do anything. I'm just kind of going at it and I'm fake challenging. But the like highest level pro play, um, especially in like in ranked, let, uh, not necessarily actual pro play, but in like SSL ranked and the high, highest ranks, um, it'll be, I'm literally just, slightly turning my car for a half second and just that little wheel will be like oh there that's enough to make me have to jump as the 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 one that's um on the offense because if they do happen to go here then i'm getting dunked and it's probably going in my net so instead of that i'll just go for the jump go for the air dribble go for the flip reset later on and have all of these options available to me but that little slight turn of the wheels um has forced out all of those ground options so then that's done and then th- they can go again or again and again with those uh, shadows and with those slight little pump fakes uh where you're it doesn't really look like you're doing anything because you're essentially not but you're giving the p- the possibility that you could do something um and that's enough for the the highest level where that fake challenge is is done um where, where the yeah. higher and higher level you are the more they'll respect those things right exactly uh and it's you know, and it, maybe sometimes it's an abundance of caution, right? That's why you'll see sometimes someone get beat when they really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And it's because they won't respect your fake, right? And they'll just go in sometimes. And so, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, if you know you're catching them out or if you know they're playing predictably, there's a lot you can do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if they just switch it up on you, then, you know. I mean, that's what, like, happened with them. Um, I, mean, I just remember uh, who's our scarab friend uh flakes flakes yeah i just remember mm-hmm. fake flakes like watching his stream after a while and he's like okay i'm just gonna go fast here because of the fact that like everybody they think i'm gonna slow. yeah it's flakes and he's it, not gonna fake challenge so i'm just gonna go fast <laughs> yeah so so flakes was like okay well i need to go fast now just so like there mm-hmm. is that switch there's that potential threat of other yeah. things and i've talked about this in the past in my own play as well especially in like when i that short those couple short periods i've played ones um what i do is i play the first like two minutes three minutes and be like very very slow or very very challenging and just uh hard chasey just to get them yeah and then just hard switch at a certain time or when a a goal goes in or whatever else or if i start to lose or if it's like oh they might be coming back that's hard hard pivot my entire play style to be completely different because now it's like we talked about that but 
where in ones like you could just actively like just decide before the game okay like at this point i'm going to change my play style and Mm -hmm. it works a lot of the time yep uh because because they just don't know what to do exactly um okay i think with that i think that's a good uh we haven't done a beginner's corner in a while but there you go there's a beginner's corner first time in a little bit um we got a whole bunch of esports to get through so we're just gonna jump right into it let's do it um First thing I want to do is actually, since we had our guest last week in Greybeard, mm-hmm. maybe we can uh, jump right into Sub-Saharan Africa, the regional number two, the Fall Cup. Um, Let's go. And, and this is really cool because Orlando Pirates, mm-hmm. um, XD, uh, who were the representatives in the wild card to like, make it to the world championship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't seem to be on, on top. They, they, uh, they got fourth. Uh, third, they did fourth. get fourth. Um, so what stood out to you? Because you, I think you're there's some players that stood out to you that you want to talk about. Um, so first off, Orlando Pirates lost to ATK mm-hmm. team with a couple uh, a, Fr- a French guy or a Dutch guy. I'm not entirely sure. ATK is uh, two seconds. Wordy Willow and Geizo. Yes, yes. Um, so you know they they lost to to uh, ATK. It was actually very close. It seems. Um, I didn't watch it. I'll be honest. But very close, it seems. Um, and what ended up happening? Uh, so, in- so sorry. Um, oh. the The French player on that team is from Re- Reunion Island, which we talked about in the okay. last episode, which is a French island, really, really like yes, in the off area. Of Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so ATK beats off Orlando Pi- Pirates. Um, Orlando being the the team that most people would recognize from SSA, just because they were in the uh, the finals of RLCS uh, for last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but then may contain nuts actually beats out uh, ATK in the finals. And the reason that I specifically mentioned may contain nuts is that I'm not exactly sure where, but I do know through the grapevine, I've heard mm-hmm. a couple things um, about Darth uh, as a player um, being fairly good. I'm not quite sure about Snowy or to die for somebody else might know more about them, might just somebody that might, would know more about the region. Um, but I do know, darth's name and that has some name recognition for me so i I wanted to put that out there like that's a may contain nuts is they might be a little nuts (laughs) yeah they they might i mean they have a great name uh and their coach is um noxus which is um played on northwood university blue so yes uh, and who else we got i'm wondering uh, if we face them or if brock ever faced them um because i do know the name well, Knox has played a little bit for a 72 pin connector back mm-hmm. in the day. Yep. RBG Sports. Yep. The classics. Um, power. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Went through that whole rotation with the rest of Yeah, yeah. Substitute for Casey Pioneers. He's got a resume. He's got a No, he definitely has a resume. Like, Noxus is a name that's familiar. And the surprise is that he's the coach. I'm curious. I'm curious if there's like. I mean, maybe Noxus is like centrals of this team but i wonder if there's like some players like this that are like just like coaches of three or four teams you know <laughs> huh. that's, that's entirely possible mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i'd be curious you have to make a name for yourself so there you, you go. do have to make but, a name for yourself but yeah um no it's cool it's it's not predictable region so uh there's uh there seems to be a whole bunch of contenders i mean i would mm-hmm. i guess yeah you wouldn't necessarily predict this final right uh no i i don't think that you would although like you could maybe argue that if pirates played may contain nuts that it might be uh different right? um it may have been they didn't end up facing each other at all um 
And Pyrus also beat ATK earlier. It, yeah, so, in the yeah. in the group stages. That's the one thing that I was gonna say. But mm-hmm. for ref, like just to go back, making Nuts did beat ATK in their in their yeah, uh, matchup so as well. Twice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there might be a little bit of a three way um, fight going on there, or some actual competition happening in the SSA region, which. You know, after having it's always the best. The be- yes, yeah. exactly. Like seeing that that level, um, we've seen what's happened in South America, which we're going to go to soon, um, where that little bit of competition, where that there is a three way tie. It's not just one team is better than everyone else. Um, it has been <laughs> historically very good for a region. Uh, leads to some some very good and interesting Rocket League that can have pretty large effects later on. Um, and there's is one more team we do have to mention. Um, do you know who the coach of uh, the, the 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 other fourth place team reformed is? Uh, no. Oh, the totally. The person's name is Fisher, and I'm just mm-hmm. curious if this is Fisher the Twitter follow or not. <laughs> you know, that's but it is from the, the guy is from the states, so who knows? <clears throat> there you go. Take it as you will. Lots of lots of like it. random like university <laughs> players just coaching. But, right. I mean, that's I'm, cool. I'm interested that's, in that's that. A, that's an avenue. <laughs> it, it makes uh, sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. That is uh, the Sub-Saharan African region. Mm-hmm. Um, their fall cup. Their fall cup. Yes. <laughs> the, the the not confusing at all. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> thing. Okay. Uh, you said we're going to go into South America. Let's go in right into South America. Do um, I'm just going to double check. I know they have. A tournament happening literally this weekend is that what you want they to do talk have about? one yeah uh, happening this weekend but i didn't necessarily want to talk about this weekend um the last one yeah i wanted to talk about last weekend because also with, the fall cup <laughs> also the fall cup we can also yeah um so uh last weekend no, it, or two weeks ago um what that's what it was called sorry that, that yes it was the fall cup yeah, two weeks yeah. ago everything um, everything that just happened was the fall cup everything that's going to happen is the invitational okay exactly or no or the open is it the open or no it's, the invitational. it's the, the invitational and then because the you're getting invited the... from the previous mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay yeah. I, i'm with i'm with you uh yeah. psionics all right <laughs> <laughs> uh so the big thing that or like the the most notable thing that we really should be taking uh note of um worldwide i'll be i'll be honest is that the club um had took the the fall cup um with a i think it was pretty yeah it was pretty resounding there they didn't really have much much competition uh necessarily they didn't lose a single game over the entire weekend um so resounding win by uh by the club but with that they've actually clinched their spot into the uh the major that is happening in three weeks is it three weeks Mm. or four um and they are one of three teams that has done that so far uh i just want to say right away i mean this is was brought to our attention by flux and the uh, esports discussion yeah discord so there you go yeah and um i i'm not sure if i've actually been very vocal about it but the club i think i was in uh while we were going over the um the rlcs finals uh specifically and like kind of throughout because like secrets always been great but the club, uh, the club secret and Furio were always that like main three that you could expect to see in the top three of, um, of uh, SAM, of Sam. So what we're seeing here is that with Furio being gone, uh, Furio moved up to NA. The club, having made it to the uh, to the LAN finals, to RLCS finals, 
um, and after a little bit of a change change up on them uh, with the roster, they have seated themselves as pretty cleanly the the best team in the region. Um, um, yeah, they they they've <laughs> they've definitely set themselves up to be the best team in the region. There is a little bit of competition uh, from some teams. They can take some games. They can take take some things. Uh, crew actually ended up taking some in the fall open, um, bringing them to game seven. But and like that's not unexpected. Looking at last year's performance, either. Um, but seeing them here, seeing them perform so so well, and already clinching this spot. I'm very, very excited for because the club has been an incredible team uh, to watch. And I th- it was the club Furia in the the major that like the uh, the RLCS finals um, that at least I said was the best um, best match of the entire uh, entire tournament. And uh, like I, I think on top of this is just cool to. See- I know, I know. Furia went to the NA region, right, to get mm-hmm. better competition, like in general, mm-hmm. so they overall improve. But it's, I think, there is something to where like some of these like other regions are, if not there, like almost there. Yeah. Um, and I still maintain that winning is a habit. <laughs> you know, sure. like mm-hmm. there is our momentum is important, so there is something to like if you're actually winning all these tournaments versus like just being in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. um, then you might perform better when you have the the major uh, coming yeah. up. Yeah, so I'm very, very uh, excited, very hopeful for for the club. I really want to see more from them um, once again because, like, partially because they did take Furia to seven. It was, I think, pretty objectively. Um, some people can argue with maybe one or two two other series, but uh, one of the best uh, series in RLCS World Championships of last year. And they made a change up that has only been good for them um, in the past little bit uh, with like since then um, in their team, like in their team composition. So this might genuinely be one of the teams to be looking out for for the major, especially Mm -hmm. now that they've qualified and we can already start talking about that. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're going to continue on because there's apparently like every region just had a tournament this weekend. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't just this weekend. We're going over two weeks. <laughs> we are going over two weeks, but like there's three of these that are all happened like uh, the day or two before we were, we were recording this. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> okay, let's let's jump into OCE mm-hmm. where um, I uh, I kind of got an inkling. There was there was a uh, prof was was I don't know, was was in some Twitter beef with someone. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if it was actually Twitter beef, but it was something about mentality or whatever. I don't know. People were throwing throwing you know jabs at each other uh, mm-hmm. online. Maybe it was someone from Power. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, we had uh, Power beating out Pioneers in the finals four one in OCE. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to remember now. Here, let me let me just check real quick because uh, it's been a while since I looked at it. In the previous tournament, Pioneers, the Pioneers took, took the took the win, and Power ended up fifth eighth. Yeah, and they didn't have to play Power. Um, um, no. Uh, no, they did beat uh, they beat Power in their round three. Um, in the round three, Swiss. but but regardless, um, it seems like Power Power is back at it. Um, so it's, it's nice to have some competition there. Tor- obviously, Power is mm-hmm. Torsos's team. If you remember Torsos from uh, from a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just remember, like, Torso is one of those names I just feel has always been in the OC scene, so. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just seeing here if there's any other players. Oh, Siki is on yep. the Lake show, so there you go. Uh, they kind of swapped with Power 
in the last uh last tournament yeah yep i think there's a couple points below which does matter um oc i think is getting two spots to the regional is that am i correct uh i listen uh, um I'm, I'm checking don't worry i mean uh, there's part of me that's <laughs> like why would you even bring it up you know does it matter that much it does I mean, for OCE, <laughs> it doesn't matter to your point you know and you're gonna um, be like oh well it's gonna be these two teams <laughs> well it it could so there's a couple uh teams that are vying for it right because mm-hmm. i don't know ground zero is at 18 points right now pioneers is likely going to clinch it um i'm surprised that they actually haven't already because being at 20 what is that 28 is mm-hmm. insanely high um yeah that's insanely high i'm very surprised they haven't clinched that officially um I don't know how many, how many points you need, but <laughs> um, but it's probably power, in relation to other teams, though, isn't it? It is, but Power is uh, currently at uh, twenty-two points, and Lake Show, who is the other um, one that I'm mm-hmm. looking at as a major buyer, uh, is at what is uh, twelve plus nine or twelve plus six? Oh, it's the same number. Eighteen. <laughs> It's 18. So we have two Ground Zero Gaming and Lake Show at 18. We have Power at 22 and then uh, Pioneers at 28. So uh, positioning here does matter. Pioneers, very likely. I'm surprised, like I'm saying, I'm surprised they haven't clinched it, but we'll see. Um, maybe just because there's only two. That's why. I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure. Um, so Pioneers likely going to be that number one seed, the, the, uh, or at least going to be a, a seed in the thing, uh, in the major. But there's that three-way um, fight going on based on positioning because those next three spots are very, very close together with only a four-point dif- difference and two of them being tied. So if power doesn't show up, then maybe they they don't make it. If either Ground Zero or Lake Show do show up pretty pretty handedly, um, and the placeholders actually that's a that's a three three-way tie there. Placeholders there is also at eighteen. Um, wow. So very very close. OC Competition's is fierce. Competition fierce for OC right now. Uh, lots of things can be going on. Uh, one to watch in the next what three days? <laughs> uh, next week for OC. There you go. Uh, yeah, we're gonna keep moving along just because there's so much here. There's a lot. Um, yeah, but but it's it's nice to kind of see that competition and then because uh, the better all four of those teams are in general, it builds that scene. So yeah, uh, that's great. Uh, we're gonna jump into Europe, and uh, I have a. I just want to talk actually right off, like with Europe. Like, do we feel Team BDS is a little bit on the downswing here? I would say so, um, but I don't want to make that statement fully because BDS had like they did face Casey in this one. Um, like just straight up, they went 3 0 in their things, but it was against Tundra and Vitality and Soldery. Um, Vitality being Vitality, we all have our own uh misgivings with Vitality. Um, they did come forth, so there's that. Uh, and then Tundra actually did very well, they were performing really, really well. Um, they beat out Oxygen, who was the first in last in the first uh in the fall open. Mm-hmm. Um, so beating them in that top eight. Uh, for the top eight was a major upset like really really well done congrats to to tundra um but they so like they still beat that bds still beat tundra they still beat vitality who was performing on the weekend um so i don't want to say that just because they lost out in their 
top eight to Casey, who ended up taking it. And Casey mm-hmm. was performing extremely well. Um, so and I just like yeah. I just think it's so great that Carmen Core is doing so well because like oh, I'm very happy, <laughs> especially for Itachi, Itachi who like yep. was always like Kenny Hang. You know that was, that was mm-hmm. the that was the thing we we're talking about a year and a half ago, right? Like yeah, Ken Itachi Hang. And it's like you know it just seems like this team's. Just, I mean, it just seems all those players that like come in as subs eventually like they're just part of the really strong roster eventually right that's kind of mm-hmm. the way things are going and obviously quadrant um with the team relating mm-hmm. with so right um i'm Ash, loving quadrant quadrant as well like that's so fun right it, it's nice that eu kind of has this this role i mean there's some part of you like obviously uh, there's a number of, of players that went to na um mm-hmm. i think there is that trend but it doesn't look like that has made um the the overall Shall we say, um, like general skill level of the of of the the region worse? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I just I just feel like sometimes you'll have that. Oh, all these players are gone, right? But we're it's one of those things with Rocket League where it's the one scene where so many of those like top bubble players probably as soon as they get onto these top teams are probably better than the people they replace because uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're they're still in the up and up and a lot of this, these players are currently at their peak right yeah uh, that that move to, to to get more money right in the other region and it's like oh no they just jump in and it's like oh we're we're just seeing the future right now we're just seeing the the in a year these teams are going to be competing at worlds right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, um i am also sorry i want to real mention i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of sad that uh solary didn't do so well uh I, it's it's definitely the Solaria has become my de facto EU team. <laughs> I just want them <laughs> to be uh, well. One beat Vitality. Uh, I want, want them to see beat, them on the second day. I want to see them on the second day. I want them to beat BDS. Um, I want them to beat. Um, yeah, they're, they've they've kind of become my de facto. Like, oh, this is the team I I want to do really well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, that's that's just a side note. Uh, that. I I understand. I understand the feeling. Um, I don't know if this will work. I don't know if it's a you know strong hope or a valid hope. Uh, I'm also disappointed that G1 didn't do as well. Like they beat they beat the winners. G1. G1 beat the winners, right? But then yeah. lost to Quadrant, lost to EG, and then lost to uh, losing to Al- Algeria. And I believe it was a perfect sweep. Yeah, um, Algeria. It was. Um, <laughs> I sorry, just like I know it's like Halloween. So like every time I see Algiri's like uh, uh, what's it called their 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 logo, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like it's not just like Halloween themed, you know? Like you know, <laughs> someone likes does someone just take the rogue you know logo and like make it all like creepy? Like someone has like one of those masks, you know, like those old <laughs> goalie masks. That, that's that's what I, I'm feeling the uh, the vibes, you know? That that's the vibe. It's I'm the Halloween vibes. It's the spooky vibes. I mean, um, they lost. I, our games did quite well. They lost the most esports, but they got quarterfinals. So it's like yeah. you have, you have. Um, I don't think you have like EU isn't as defined right now. I, I very much feel like the top twelve are very much all fighting for that top. Like it, yeah. it's not like oh, this team will make it or this team won't. It's like oh no, if you're in, in and around there, then uh, then you're doing well. So <laughs> with yeah. um, EU. I think right now, I don't think it's a large statement or a surprising thing um, to say that it's pretty much a top three and then a next top eight. <laughs> so your top three would be Quadrant, KCP, and Moist? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. 
that makes sense i'm not yeah. exactly sure where vds actually fits in this well um, be, they, you know right? they did that to us last year right they're like oh they're dropping off oh they're losing tournaments and they're like let us win worlds you know like i yeah. is it is team vds as long as they can make it to major like is that the threat you know mm-hmm. and is it just like bds is getting super unlucky with their uh their draws and bracket because that is genuinely a, a thing that could be said um they like I said earlier, they got KCP in this one, and KCP was per- or KC was performing. Okay, um, well, they of, they got really good draws in Swiss. <laughs> they did get really good draws in Swiss, but that's kind of messing with them because the teams that they go into are the ones that are doing really badly in Swiss or worse than you would expect, but then still winning. They yeah, hate yeah. KC, like they hate Carmen Court. They, they literally hate hit the team that won. So, like, if it wasn't yeah, if it wasn't them, they might have you know also yeah. made it to semis. Yeah. They hit Quadrant in the in the previous one, and Quadrant, um, you know, lost to Oxygen. But Quadrant is still like one of those teams that is insanely good. Um, like like I said, like I would put them in the top three. So, is it just BDS getting unlucky? Is it them not performing on the final day? Is it them not wait like, till mm-hmm. them at land? Okay, yeah, That's wait awesome. for them at land. So I that don't land. know where I want to put them. Um, they're the biggest uh, question, question mark, mark for me. Yeah, no, I think that was great. Uh, we'll continue on here. Uh, now to the region that we care about because we're from there. Wait, one one last final thing. Uh, that just for points because I like points. Um, Casey has officially qualified. I don't know if I said this. They are, are oh, the cool. only one in EU that has qualified. Um, like confirmed qualified oh, yeah, for the major. The yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and I think there's like there's a large number of teams <laughs> that are vying for those next four spots. Um. Yeah, there, there's a lot of teams that are vying for that. So I'm not even going to pretend to make predictions on it. No, um, we're not making predictions. No. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot. Uh, the next one is definitely going to matter. It's definitely going to be a lot. It, it'll be a lot for all of this. It's the one that's dictating the entire uh, major because all of it is invitational and all of it is based off of previous rankings. Maybe rankings, yeah. Um, but this Carmen Core is one of the teams that qualified essentially is the final thing and you're happy <laughs> i'm very happy <laughs> i uh, bought no, my, my skin for a reason <laughs> nice nice you know that's great that's great uh yeah and i and uh yeah sorry i was gonna say yeah the region we're from right our favorite region uh so favorite apac region? uh <laughs> uh-huh. yep. uh no uh i'm I'm okay, unironically, I do want to talk about APAC very, very, oh very quickly. All right. Oh, let me go back <laughs> to the notes. Oh. The last, the one thing that um, I really want to say is that James's Cheese is the team that it, it was designed to be. Realized Virtuoso and uh, Kami is doing very, very well. Uh, you probably recognize all of those names for a reason. They're doing well. They're going to be there. Are they going to be in the thing? I think they're going to be in... Oh, they're not going to be in the major. Um, oh, wait, no, they are. They are, likely. likely. Hey, stop scaring me here. <laughs> yep. There's one spot for APAC um, to make or to go into the major. Uh, they won both uh, cheese, or they bo- won both the Open and the Cup, so likely going to be um, winning the Invitational as well. That'll be happening, you know, along with all of the other ones in the next week-ish. Um, so... I would love to see them because I would love to see the, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about realize over the past couple of years um, and how we want, like we would love to see him really perform with a, a, a strong team on the main stage. And this might be the, 
this might be it. Um, and I think them going to the major as well is going to be really important. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like they, they don't have a sponsor right now, right? They're still looking for a team like to pick uh, them up. Yeah. And, and it probably makes sense, too, because they they probably know what they're worth. You know, mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to accept our, our uh, negative money that we're willing to offer. <laughs> uh, they're not going to accept a, a T-shirt um, and the hat. Give them the hat, you know, that, that, that's all I can offer them. But uh, no, that I, I'm sure them getting any re- some results in the major would be a big push as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also Virtuoso and Kami who both have LAN experience on this team. Realize himself has LAN experience from the previous. So uh, lots, lots to look forward to with that team specifically. Um, and that's the team that we're likely going to be seeing. Uh, so that's there the one go. thing I want to mention for that region. Beautiful. Uh, Let's go over NA results and then we're going to do predictions because uh, okay. I feel like with all this result stuff and then we talk, this is, this is definitely like a roundup episode. I feel it like. is a roundup uh, before, before the final nice big idea thing, before the major and in, in, in a couple of weeks, <laughs> um, last chance to get any points. Uh, yes, finally, I said this last week, V1 winning. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, I'm also happy Genji. It seems like that team was underperforming i think we actually literally talked about it how uh how we thought oh like was genji just unlucky and and it kind of seems like it like in the first time they had a they had a tough opponent in the last regional uh, um they did but they also got second <laughs> when was this then what am i thinking of i'm not exactly sure it might no, no, the previous the previous regional um in fall open and fall cup so this one this most recent one and the one before that so the two things that we really have so was... what was the thing that i saw them get like eighth in i'm trying to remember now uh, was, it, was there a tournament before the fall there fall might open? have been i'm okay, not maybe i was thinking of that um, anyway okay it seems like yeah. genji is is firmly situated in the top two there uh yes and they are the only na team that has clinched their spot so there's two that eu teams sense. currently in <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? And I mean, yeah, it just seems I I, I think NA so like NA is the the league that their top eight is like continuously shuffling, right? And it seems mm-hmm. that actually Gen G is the, the teams that's coming out more, most consistent. So yeah, uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, and the reward with the spot. Uh, and with that in mind, I mean, do do you have anything you want to talk like energy? And I guess semis. That's not bad, right? Um, I think that phase might be. Uh pretty well situated in that top two mm-hmm. um the in the first regional they won they beat out genji and this one uh they're they got eighth yeah they got are tied for eighth because they lost to uh genji again or like in this one um in a best of seven in game seven um so phase if you're putting genji as like the top two then you should also be putting phase there even though the points don't necessarily show that they might but and with that in mind, we're in the uh, the third regional coming up. I think this is the most, the closest tournament to when this is released. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your prediction? That's what we'll do. What's what's your prediction, Wabs, for the NA champion of the Invitational, the Fall Invitational? Because um, one, two, three was just too hard to name, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely too hard. Um. Oh man, I'm I'm looking at it. I actually want to to think about this because. Like it shuffles so much. This is it does. This is a very, very competitive thing. Um, entirely, like 
all the way around it is extremely competitive with every single uh team like vying for each other's spots um the easy answers are going to be phase and genji those are your your basic ones and like if they win all right cool team axel is gonna take it team axel is gonna (laughs) um i kind of want to that's a fun team ajax and gimmick that's fun that's a fun team i almost want to say v1 might take it again um but the only way that it happens oh, is you get two Calm... you get two teams you get two teams okay. okay oh yeah so i'll say v1 takes it if calm is a menace um i don't know if this was talked about but the that one game specifically where calm had 20 de- demos and set the <laughs> rlc record um if he's a menace then and like doing what he needs to do and doing what like he should be doing the demo meta isn't dead you know <laughs> that's the calm meta uh <laughs> So if he's there, then, you know, V1 will show up. If the other two are um, backing him with that and doing what they need to do, then, like, V1 is... There's a reason they won. Um, SSG, I want to say, they have an extremely good shot of taking it. But the only reason... That's what we're going to say. Genji is the one that I should be picking. <laughs> and then they're like, no, they're getting second. Okay, you've gone second twice again. You're gonna, they're gonna get second this, second in the major, and second. Genji is like, the new phase. <laughs> they're just one place up. That's it. <laughs> they're the new, yeah. No, they're like, uh, what was the team that always got second? Uh, phase always got fourth. Uh, phase always got fourth. Maybe it's like <laughs> vitality in EU. You know, for for a year. <laughs> um, no. Uh, Do you so, think yeah, G two? Okay, a little, little bit of a out there. Um, I think that G2 is going to be angry. I think G2 is going to be mad that they uh, G2, had well, to I face. mean, if G2 is going to show up, they're going to show up now, right? Like, this is the tournament. Yeah, and, and that, that's what I mean. Um, I think they're going to be mad that they got ninth. They didn't even make it to top eight bracket in the last one because they had to face Gen.G. Um, I think they're going to be angry. I think that there's a chance I want to call them. That's my That's my pick. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Optic and NRG because I feel like... Really? You're saying NRG? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said NRG in years, honestly. <laughs> um, I am because this is the point where NRG... Like, this is the point where NRG either like comes out of nowhere and wins a tournament or they're out in Swiss. You know, like that. that's the kind of tournament we're at, I feel. They're either making it to major or they're not. Um, and I believe they have to do something. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it's... Mm-hmm. I, it's one of those themes where it's like watching Manchester United, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you think they suck and they're still kind of in and around the top four area, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's oh, uh, it's, it's, it's now or never for them, but yeah, energy or optic. I feel like it's going to be one of those teams. It's not going to be V1. It's not going to be Gen G. It's not going to be phase. It's not going to be the teams you expect. Okay. I feel like mm-hmm. in this tournament, it's gonna. We're gonna look, and it's gonna be like, oh, one of those less suspected teams, and optic and our en- energy is what I got. Okay, so the energy I disagree with. Um, I've always been, or I've been a, a strong critiquer. So, um, if critic. energy wins it, what are you gonna do next week on the podcast? <laughs> uh, you're gonna say you were right, plus zero. That's what you're gonna have to say. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll. You don't do have that. to sing it. I will I concede. I made you sing something, but you can concede that I was right. I will concede that you were right that energy takes this, um, but that is only—I'll only concede it under plot armor. 
<laughs> under en- energy plot armor where they have to make it to major energy energy's part of the script you know yeah energy <laughs> is just part of the script then you know there's nothing you can say <laughs> the heroes that are hanging like that really shouldn't be winning at this point but they're <laughs> still around for some reason exactly yeah. for optic though um i actually think that's a really really interesting pick that you chose because I genuinely agree with you that I, I do think Optic is um, has one of the higher skill caps as a team. Um, I expect them to be there in the major. I expect them to be doing really, really well. I fully expect them to be um, like one of our, our our best teams soon. And I, mm. I just think there's a part of me that feels like because of how relatively all over the place and it is it's very hard for me to see a team win twice in a row that's fair um, and that's that's, fair. that's part of my argument why mm-hmm. like i haven't seen optic in there so i, I kind of yeah and, but they're still like you know biting at the heels as, as, as you say yeah um, um, so I, I can see them doing taking it so basically if optic can figure out how to work together and like really fix up some of the small issues that they've been having some of the um i think there have been like slight communication issues or things where they're still in that um not honeymoon phase, but in that like working through phase uh, where they likely, or at least they could be one of the best teams um, in NA in the world. I don't know if they're there yet. That's why I'm not picking them. That is straight up the only reason I'm not picking them because I think uh, they haven't shown results to, to make you justify yeah. right? Yeah. Because this is what they've always been. That's what they were set up as. That's what they chose or like what they picked each other as. It was like, we're not going to perform right away. Um, we know this. We don't even have to necessarily make major, even though we really want to. We are just going to be a team that will grow with each other. Um, and we're a team that once we figure each other out, then we're going to be that top team. So the moment they hit, they like really perform, make a one, that's when I'll pick them for the next one. For sure. Um, and I mean, there, there's part of me that feels as well. It's like some of these, like, uh, how, how much does NA have spots? Is it five, four, four, uh, four or five? It should be six, no? Six? One, two, okay. Three, four, five. Four, five. Five, four, five. right? EU Definitely five, like five, yeah. team six, seven, eight. You're like, well, they could probably also compete at, at the majors. For sure. There that was a go. big bounce. Yeah. Uh, hopefully everything's all right there. It is. Uh, <laughs> all right. With that, we're going to uh, close up the show here. So thank you, Abs, for. Uh, giving the much needed insight um this year yeah if someone's <laughs> if someone wants to know like what's happening with rock league esports this is the episode to send them to mm-hmm. um i like i thank our patrons who've been so supportive and help out and make sure that we get some audio and editing in this yep. uh yeah so that we're not all over the place with that um so thank you so much to zodiac 22 too much space chaos maker space bear frank flux awesomeness caleb Raz, Digital Toast, Paint, Aru, uh, your boy Hunty, and Young Slug. I want another octave that one. So there you go. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you liked it. Um, your homework, uh, should you uh, choose to accept it, um, is uh, is to let, let's make it rock league related. Find like one Ooh. skill that you've always wanted to do, and like you don't even have to succeed at learning it. Um, but this week, spend an hour or two uh, just trying it out. Just nice. Trying it for the first time. There you go. I like it that. could be air dribble, it could be flip reset, it could be just getting shots into corners, like the corner you decide, not the corner that you happen mm-hmm. to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, little skills, small skills, fast aerials, whatever you want, but choose one thing and practice it an hour or two this week. Not to even every on, day, just, wait, just an hour or two. Yeah. To add mm-hmm. on, if you want three fun ideas, the waiting video that came out a couple weeks ago. 
was actually really go. good for fun fun uh fun mechanics okay. that might actually be interesting to, to look into there you go perfect mm-hmm. perfect amazing all right thank you everyone so much we'll see you all next week peace bye Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.